Super 949, Marnie and Campo for breakfast. Marnie, tonight, 6pm, masks come off. No more masks. <laughs> it's a bit like, it is likened to, and I have to say mm. that with the memes of the ladies, when you go home, you get to take your bra off. Oh. When you get in the car and you can rip that yeah, bad boy yeah. off. Honestly, I do. I go, oh, thank God. Because oh, it's so hot at the moment too, and I just mm. feel for people that have to wear them all the time. Oh, that's right. Because it's not it's not pleasant. But anyway, Dr. On Paul Griffin joins us. Yes. You, you understand how Marnie feels with the bra <laughs> off, do you? Oh, look, I don't really uh, relate to that analogy quite so much. But, uh, of course you do, Dr. Certainly Paul. it works. Right, you, you understand the feeling of just taking it off. I get that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. Yes, this do. is really welcome news, uh, of course, and uh, it's, it's very reassuring that we've got our pandemic under relatively good control right now. But mm. I think it is important for people to realise that this is not the end of masks. This is just making them voluntary. And yeah, I still yeah. encourage people to wear them if they're particularly vulnerable and or in a high-risk situation. You know, masks are still going to be a really important part of how we protect ourselves and yeah. each other moving forward. I think, Dr. Paul, what you'll find is a lot of people will just still wear wear them. They're so used to it now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I really hope so. And, yeah. you know, I hope there's a sustained behavioural change where people know they can still rely on them to, mm. to help protect themselves and each other. But now it's voluntary. So it's not the end of masks. It's certainly mm. not the end of the pandemic either. Yeah. It's just that we've got the level of control such that we can make that something that people can choose to do when they need to. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about vaccinations. Obviously, uh, you know, we've reached a certain level where, you know, things are easing off, which is a, a great thing, but we should still keep it in mind. Uh, get your boosters, get your vaccinations, yeah? Oh, exactly right. And as we appropriately relax the other restrictions like masks, we become more reliant on the, the remaining strategies, which is vaccination and testing. So mm. if people were wondering whether they should get their vaccine or not, well, now that it's really our, our, our main line of defence, our only line of defence in some ways, they should mm. really focus on getting that vaccine, getting that third dose if they haven't already, and, and making sure they're protected, as well as remembering that testing is still going to be really important moving forward. And you know, as of course, we have other priorities at the moment and people want to get out there and help clean up, which is fantastic. But mm. if people are symptomatic, they will need to do the right thing and get tested and stay home until they're no longer infectious if they do return a positive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, floods can bring infections too, well, can't they, Paul? Yeah, but you can, as you say, you're also out with other people not yeah, thinking about yeah. it. You're in a different zone, so no, you have to right. just be careful. So, we, no, yeah. we've got to keep uh, ahead of this. Look, one thing that is worrying me is uh, the flu season coming up because we haven't really had a flu season in the last two two years what what are your thoughts on that what what message do you want to get out to people for that okay it is really important and i understand at the moment there's a bit of fatigue about talking about infections and mm. with other alerts now about the floods and a mosquito-borne virus that's just been found in queensland i, I get that some people are uh, a bit overhearing about these things but the flu is really important and mm. For a few reasons, we've had you know very low flu numbers, particularly because the strategies for COVID were effective with flu as well. And we've also had hardly anyone get vaccinated. So we've got a, a, perhaps our most susceptible population for flu that we've had for a long time, and it will come back. And so we do need people to be mindful of that. And, mm. of course, we have a great vaccine for that, so I'd really encourage everyone to get that when we recommend it's right to do so. Yeah, you just spoke about uh, mosquito-borne. Um, yeah, so... What, what's that? What's can happening? You, can you tell us about that? Yeah, so, so there's a, a virus that's been around for a very long time called Japanese encephalitis virus that we know is transmitted mm. from animals, particularly pigs, to, to humans by mosquitoes. And we, we have these pigs set up so we can find if that virus is around. And in fact, we've found it all along the east coast in those pigs 
in recent times. And the first human case, I believe, was detected in Queensland yesterday. So, um, of course, not trying to alarm people here, Mm, but mm. the thing is we do have some very simple strategies to prevent that. And we'll see an increase in mosquito-borne disease over the next few weeks due to all the rainfall. And so protecting yourself from mosquito bites will be a big part of what people should do over the next few weeks at least. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. And before you do go, your vaccines that you've been working on, how's that all going? Yeah, one of the vaccines that I've been involved in um, has, has gotten all the way through clinical trials or almost now and, and had some very promising results. So we're starting to look at uh, getting approvals in some countries. So mm. now there will be more vaccines coming. There's over 100 still in clinical trials. And, you know, a big part of what we do moving forward, we'll have uh, additional mm. vaccine options. Uh, and so it's, you know, it's great to be part of that and good to see some of those coming all the way through now. Yeah, well, uh, look, uh, I, I think your job's going to get even busier over the next uh, few months. So thank, thank you for allowing us to lean on you for all the information. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Always Paul. a pleasure. <laughs> thank Dr. you. Dr. Paul Griffin, Head of Infectious Diseases at the MARTA. Marnie and Campo, River 949.